Welcome to the podcast series of Family Insights, powered by the Orthodox Christian Network and Family Life Ministry. We welcome Paula Marchman, Managing Director for the Metropolis of Atlanta Family Life Ministry, and Eleni Alexiou, Managing Director for the Orthodox Christian Network. Hey, Eleni. How are you doing? Mm, things are good. It's just... Uh... It's it's a it's a constant day where I have to read you know the quotes that are on my wall or the little things to say yep you're doing you know the encouragement piece of of uh, what you put into it and what you get out of it it's just uh, really helpful to see. Oh, so you have words on your wall? You're one of those. Totally, I'm such a counselor at heart. Absolutely, you kidding me? Do you? I I'm looking at one right now in my kitchen, and all it says is Christ is Lord. That's all it says. It still counts, right? Yeah, it counts, but I don't, I don't have... Uh, my sister loves all the plaques with all the great messages and mm-hmm. so forth, so I'm not real big on that. But, you know, if it works, it's great. Yeah, I don't have all the plaques. As I come up with, like, a quote or two, I might stick it up. Oh, so you rotate your own writing, your own oh, yeah. and Yeah, absolutely. I think it's just a good visual every so often. And then... Every so often I read one, and I'm like, oh, that's old. Like, that's not working anymore. Got to change that up. So it changes. So if I was going to write one, which I think I will today, start something new, um, I would do Philippians 4, 6 through 7. My favorite. I always recite it in my head. So maybe having the words on the wall might help, too. Do you remember it enough to, to share it with our listeners? Uh, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, prayer and supplication and with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, my understanding, all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. That just everything about it, about no matter where we are, what we're struggling through, or what we're joyous in, everything Keep praying, keep letting the Lord and our Father know our hearts and supplication. That's an interesting word. But always being thankful that He knows everything so much more, and we have to trust Him. To me, all this says is trust God. His understanding surpasses my little insight into what's going on. And he will guard me. He will guard my heart and my mind in Christ Jesus. That's everything to me. That's great. No, it's a good quote. I, and I haven't had that on my wall, so I'll have to, I'll have to uh, add it in. I used to have a, a, a client that would, you know, to have enough sticky notes all over just to have a visual presentation of positive, uh, encouragement, encouraging words. Personally, that wouldn't work for me. But everybody's different. Right. You've got to find out what works for you. You do. And, and really, you know, we all always want to be encouraging or intentional about being encouraging to others. But mm-hmm. we really need to start with our own hearts, knowing mm-hmm. what makes a difference in our own lives that encourages us, that motivates us, that gets us back on track, you know, the catalyst in our life. I've been thinking about that. What? Who? Who encourages me? What encourages me? Have you thought mm-hmm. about that for yourself? And as counselors, we're always working on helping others and encouraging. And um, I'm 
very intentional about when I introduce someone, um, talking about them a little bit, you know, how they helped me or how we connected or, uh, you know, encouraging even waiters or waitresses at a restaurant. Hey, thanks. You did a great job today. Or, you know, those fast words that we give out that don't cost anything and are great. But then if we go a little deeper into our own hearts and minds, what encourages us? If I asked you that, what would you say? I think for everyone it's different. Um, Like you said, I'm similar probably in that respect of what encourages me is the simple things of every day of being able to have the extra time and also for people to realize, you know, in the moment, uh, you know, a few weeks ago at church, a mom who doesn't have kids at home anymore looked at me and she goes, you just have one of those mom looks about you. Are you okay? <laughs> and I said, and I, I checked myself and I thought to myself, no, this is a really long day. I'm here till like 3 o'clock with two kids that are clearly hungry, and it's showing on my face. And that little word of encouragement of her just saying, are you okay, it encouraged me to take a step back, a deep breath, and realize I'm, I'm going to go home right after coffee hour. This is not <laughs> going to work for me today. Because I was already giving off that thing. So those little words of, you know, someone I really don't know that well said, wow. said something yeah. to me. Those little pieces, that's enough for me to encourage me to think, past what the moment is. And that, that to me is something so simple, but it helps. Yeah. So she tuned in to your facial expression, the vibes you're giving off, and just said, hey, are you okay? I mean, she could have yeah. said, too, uh, can I help? Yeah. I went up to my husband and I said, am I giving off that face that I'm not okay? And he started laughing. <laughs> I said, okay, I think I'm really done today. Yes, yeah. that's, this, is, this is the plan. i got to do a game, a game change if that's okay. All is well. So she just paid attention to you. Yeah, it's just in the moment types of things. I mean, sometimes we can do that or we can write a note that tells people, hey, I'm thinking of you, I'm praying for you. Or, you know, I called a friend and said, you know, I haven't spent a lot of time with you. And I really miss you. Can we just go grab lunch and just talk? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Can we get together? I love, you know, doing art or doing a little project and just hang out and talk and be present. Um, because every time we get together, we're working on something, projects for the church or whatever it is. So I think it's, it's great that she was very aware woman to woman, mother to mother, what's going on, and brought that attention to you. Um, And that encouraged you to be honest with yourself and going, wait a minute, what am I doing here? Is my heart in this? Yeah, no, absolutely. And if, if we're trying to think about, you know, different ways to encourage each other, it's not something that in a daily life is a conversation. Oh, what are you going to do to encourage somebody today? I mean, what was the last time you asked somebody that? That's true. Sometimes, though, it's our personalities, too. It's who we are. As Christians, that's who we are, right? It's true. To encourage that the Bible talks about it. Um, you know, Paul talked about encouraging each other's heart. The word encouragement, I looked it up. It mm-hmm. says N-E-N is to put into, 
and the Latin word cor, C-O-R, means heart. So basically, um, it's what we do to help others to take heart, what we put, what we speak into their hearts, like that woman did for you. I thought that was kind of cool, encouragement. Yeah. What we speak to each other. Um, so I think it's it needs to be who we are, realizing the power of being aware and present and um, speaking into other people's lives, whether it's a phone call, a lunch, uh, a note, uh, just thank you for your service. This morning on Facebook, I was looking at people were thanking um, police officers, mm-hmm. leaving them little notes when they were eating breakfast or <clears throat> picking up their tab, of just being um, grateful for their service. But what an encouragement, what an outreach in the communities we live in, encouraging each other to do the work that we're called to do, whether it's a nurse or a police officer or a teacher. Our teachers, especially this time of year, you know, in in February, late January, they need encouragement. They're right in the depth of things with your children. I always show up. I'm that mom that shows up in the beginning of the year with, like, a certain, like, you know, something the kids made in the beginning. <laughs> but by the time the parent-teacher conference call, comes, like, do you, you know, are you coffee or tea and what can I bring you? Because you know that they don't get a chance to leave. And it's the no. little things, you know? It is. It's the it little is. things so. that make a difference. I think with encouragement, too, I was asking you what encourages you, and I've been thinking about that for myself, and I have to be really careful on comparing. Not only what do you comparing, mean? Not only comparing myself to others and what they're doing or where they are in their lives, but even comparing myself to who I am now than who I was 10 years ago or 20 years ago or what I could do 20 years ago that maybe, you know, it's a little more difficult to do now. Um, And so I was reading this little story talking about the crow who thought he was so beautiful and he was flying all around until he saw a white dove. And he compared himself and said, oh, no, I'm nothing compared to that beautiful white dove, and it's, you know, it must be so much happier than me being a white dove. And the crow went to the white dove and said, oh, my gosh, you must be so happy. You're so beautiful. And he said, no, not really. I saw Robin. Robin has this amazing (laughs) red breast. You know, comparing the robin has to be the happiest of all. And and then they went to the robin, and the robin said, oh, no, have you ever seen a peacock? They're amazing, beautiful. They're the happiest. So the crow flies, finds a peacock in a zoo or in a cage who's, you know, showing his beauty to everyone around and goes and says, oh, Mr. Peacock, you must be the happiest of all. You are so so beautiful, so magnificent compared, you know, to the rest of us, to me, a black crow. And he said, actually, I'm in a cage so people can see my beauty and they cage me. I would love to be a black crow who has the sky and can fly wherever he wants to. 
So I really didn't do justice to that story. No, you did. I've I've heard it a few times. Um, But absolutely. That comparison of we think, oh, well, we would be happier if we could do that or happier if we, you know, if this wasn't going in on our lives or, or we would be happier if we had an easier time with people or whatever's going on, even in our churches, and we compare to others and to where we were in another time in our life. That is so dangerous. That does not encourage me at all. That almost paralyzes me. You know what I mean? You get stuck in the mud. Yeah, absolutely. I get stuck in the mud of, oh, well, you know, I might just give up or what am I really, you know, doing? I mean, it's it's going back to the, the point we made in the beginning, too, of being able to encourage, know what encourages yourself and what doesn't. Yeah. So that you can help encourage those around you and be part of that process, too. And encourage um, yourself to connect with God. And that's when we really, that's when I really need to go to the scriptures or to people who have been encouragers in my life. Or, um, you know, tune in to more of spending time with people who are present, who walk with us and go, yeah, I see where you're yeah. coming from. I get yeah, that. Yeah, it is that but, daily walk. I agree. I you know, absolutely do and agree. And not mm-hmm. to get swallowed up in the muck of people who discourage us or compare us. And the world out there is all about comparison. I think that's why um, social media can be so destructive, especially for our young. You know, no one is that perfect shape and and facial, you know, everything they do, but they project, you need to be perfect. You need to be the peacock, you know? And God says, no, I created you to be the crow, and you need to be content in that and, and, and be the best crow that you can be. I've given you so many gifts. Does that and make sense? It takes time to realize that. That's part of it, too. I think we're mm. often so yeah. used to going the fast pace that even though we're there maybe for somebody else, it's the whole oxygen mask, right? If you're not going to put yeah. it on yourself yeah. and figure out what makes yeah. you tick and walk through your yeah. faith journey, and you're going to have a harder time being there when it's difficult for other people to be able to encourage them. Right, because you're going to freeze. You're going to get stuck in your own mud, I mean, and you're not going to want to encourage others because you're not, you're not filled the oxygen. Right. You're not encouraged. So I think when we talk about encouragement and speaking into our hearts and into others' hearts, we need to go to the scripture. We need to go to the foundation, which is our faith, our church, those in our churches and in our families that do encourage us so that we can be lifted above that and not get stuck in our own selves. Where then you know, just so, I mean, so it's possible, you know, it's not impossible that we can actually live with that either. What do you mean? That's just, that, I mean, it's impossible to live without ever feeling like you're not going to have to do that. Yeah, because it's, that's life, you know. There right. are easier days and difficult days and things happen out of our control. And um, we, as, especially as followers of Christ, need to not get stuck. Mm-hmm. in what the world says. 
and what you know what the world doesn't encourage us uh, makes us more and I, selfish. And I, I like the. Uh, I mean, for me, the whole piece of this is what you'd said is that encouragement's not helpful, or it's not even possible without the help of the Holy Spirit, who is our encourager. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. And then when we get too prideful and we think, oh, well, you know, we're the friendly person, we're the encourager, we're giving out, 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 but never taking the time to fill ourselves, eventually we're going to run out and, God willing, not get stuck. So I've been thinking a lot about that, about encouragement um, and who encourages us, what encourages us, and maybe I'm hungry for more spiritual food, more attentiveness in the liturgy, um, letting the Holy Spirit fill my heart and keep, you know, a Christ-focused life instead of what I think it should be all about. Yeah, absolutely. That's great. I think those of us listening today, um, you know, tell people how they've encouraged you. Everybody yeah. learns. Every day is, a, I believe, a, a new day, and you learn something new every moment of every day. We need each other. I didn't even know where this conversation would actually go, um, but what a blessing. I hope it's a blessing for our listeners, too. Be blessed. Thanks for listening and joining us. We'll be back every other week to fit into your busy time schedule. You can find us at myocn.net and at Family Life via the links below. This program is brought to you by the Callas Foundation, Family Life Ministry, and the Orthodox Christian Network.